Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I'm joined by a very special guest, fueled by ramen and spite and angst and snark. It's Kennedy Copeland. <laughs> How are you today? That's quite the intro. <laughs> yes. You know, you have so many facets to you, which we'll talk about today. But I would be, you know, I have to start off by chatting about somebody who I love very dearly, who you love very dearly as well. That being Edge, Adam Copeland, Sexton Hardcastle. He's got multiple names, but we love him. He is one of my <laughs> top five favorite. <laughs> yes, he is one of my top five favorite wrestlers of all time. He's probably up higher for you. Can you talk about <laughs> the the influence that he's had on you and just how far back your Edge, Adam Copeland oh fandom gosh. extends? Probably as far as when he like debuted. Yeah. Um, so that was about like 97. So I was like, five years old <laughs> yeah that was the year and, i was born so i didn't get to see early oh edge, but yeah God. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right we're ending this now no i'm kidding <laughs> um yeah so I, I think that's kind of what shaped what i was looking for in a man too i was like ooh, tall long hair <laughs> um but no that's not why that's not the only reason why i like him i mean um he just you know no pun intended but he had this edge to him you know I was like who is this brooding man um so yeah I've I've been influenced by him from as far back as I can remember really I I, I'm so curious for you is there a certain moment throughout his career that you just like is your go-to moment of Edge's career um I'm a little biased because I did see him so I did see him win his first championship um, live at New Year's Revolution. So that was really cool for me. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there was, you know, the live sex celebration. Yes. Um, I, I was, again, I really was very young. <laughs> um, I was like in sixth grade. Yeah. And I remember my dad was like, you shouldn't be watching this. Um, but there's there's also uh, probably his Mania 22 match that, that really sticks out for me. Um, and also, like, as sad, I mean, I guess it's not that sad, but as sad as it was at the time, um, I also got to see his retirement, his first retirement, I guess. Oh, my God. Um, live. Yeah, so I, there's been, like, a lot of poignant moments that I was fortunate enough to see live. So I think that's kind of why those stick out more than others, but that's because I'm a little biased. Because <laughs> yeah. I was there. I d- I discovered him late. I didn't start watching until 2009. The first pay-per-view I ever saw was okay. his R- Royal Rumble win. So, I mean, that, oh, maybe that, that was the first ever pay-per-view I saw. He was when he came back and then won. And then the yeah, next year he retires. Deal. And then it's like, oh, you're like, that was you know? it. <laughs> I know. But, you know, I still kept tabs and went back. And then obviously him coming back in 2020 was huge, you know. Yeah. Um, so I yep. would be, I would be. I it would not be I would not be doing my due diligence if I wasn't to gush over him with you. So, but, <laughs> you know, I'm so curious. Can you tell me about your Edge Bear? Actually, I think you might have two of them. Can you oh tell God. me the story them? behind oh. them? Oh wait, hang on. I actually okay. <laughs> it's right next. I have one right next to me. Yeah. Um. So I had actually I got one. I think it was at I want to say it was at New Year's Revolution or around that time frame at least. Um. So I got one, and then. My ferret actually like stole it and shredded it, which I didn't know ferrets could do. And so I was like, no. Um, so my boyfriend was nice enough to to get me a- another one. He's nice enough to kind of like yeah. uh, enable this obsession, even though sometimes I think it kind of annoys him. But 
man, I want one of those. I'm so jealous about it. You know, they they don't sell. I feel like they don't sell like merchandise like that anymore. Really, like the like the stuffed like ears and stuff like that. You know, I think that would have mm-hmm. been something really cool to own. So, but you yeah, know, that's why it's on the top shelf now. To so keep that it nobody, safe. yeah, yeah, so the dogs can't get no to dogs. it or anything. <laughs> you know obviously i mean again i would it would i would not be doing my due diligence if we didn't talk about kind of this full circle moment you know he wasn't there but also you know you were nope. you did recently pay homage to adam copeland when you were invited to aw for a match on rampage mm-hmm. obviously with adam copeland now performing under copeland his real name you had to make <laughs> a little tweak to your last name and you re- decided to bit. reference one of his former names of hardcastle tell us about that night and the decision to perform under the name of kennedy hardcastle okay well first of all that night was very stressful because i got the invite i was like oh my god what if he's there and yeah. honestly a lot of people were like was he there and i i'm almost relieved that he wasn't just because i feel like i don't know what i would do you know what i mean yeah <laughs> And it also just kind of gives me something to still kind of strive for, um, something to like look forward to, I guess. And that's not to say that like the the rampage match wasn't amazing in itself. You know, yeah. I don't want to diminish that at all. Um, but I was asked that you know if they were to use me, um, obviously we'd have to change the name. So you know, what else would you want to go by? And it, as a joke, I said Hardcastle. I was like, there's no way they're going to bite. Um, but they did. They loved it. And so I'm pretty sure that's kind of what, like, got me the opportunity almost. Like, we got to use this name. Um, so, yeah, I what started off as a joke really kind of paid off in the end. Yeah, and you committed to it, you know. It's it's so it's so iconic. Kennedy, <laughs> I committed honestly. to the bit. It, it is so iconic. Like when I saw that, obviously, you know, and it <laughs> kind of went viral too a little bit too. I wish he was there. That would have been such a full circle that, thing. I, oh, I, I think I just would have been done. You know, like had that all retire, happened. Say, yeah. Like what could top that? You know, exactly. So again, I'm kind of glad he wasn't because then I'd just be like, well, what's left? (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's true. But like you said, the match itself, I know Willow Nightingale was somebody who you Mm -hmm. had been wanting to work with for a long time and you finally get the chance to do that. How was it working in the ring with Willow and Chris? Um, So it's funny, actually, because I did, I have worked Willow once. This was years ago. I can't remember, like 2017, maybe like I said, years, uh, but it was in a, I think like, a, I think there were six women in it altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, obviously, and this was years ago when we were both yeah. still, you know, honing our craft and whatnot. Yeah. So um, it was really cool to, you know, be able to do it again and see kind of how far we've, we both come. Um, and Chris, that was actually somebody I've also been wanting to work with. And I was supposed to have a match with her at some I don't know, random fed. And mm-hmm. then of course the show didn't happen. So, so that never happened. So it's kind of really cool to, to get to work with them both in the same match. And I don't know, it was just kind of almost another full circle moment almost. Yeah. You know, what an experience now we need, they need to invite you back, you know, whether it's for <laughs> collision or dynamite and get you some Copeland backstage, you know, so you can have the true, true full circle moment and you know through this i don't know if i'm ready for that (laughs) i don't even know if i'm ready for that (laughs) you 
you know, sometimes though you need to be pushed outside of your comfort zone. You, you know, know, that's, that's sometimes true. we do, you know, if you wait until you're ready, then you're never ready. So exactly. <laughs> I try to abide by that. Exactly. And, you know, through this experience, I'd imagine you were surrounded by a lot of producers and obviously, you know, even more seasoned veterans backstage. So were you able to pick anyone's brain for advice while you were backstage? And if so, what did they teach you? Um, it was kind of funny because I feel like I didn't actually have that much time pre to prepare. Um, both Notorious Mimi and I, uh, amongst others, were just watching the show and catering yeah. and we were enjoying it. And all of a sudden, um, Sean Dean comes up to us and goes, you guys know you have a match on Rampage, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> um, and so we only really had a couple hours. Um, but afterwards, you know, I got to talk to uh, Orange Cassidy, um, got to talk to Dustin Rhodes. They said, you know, great work. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> so that was just a really cool experience. Yeah. And, you know, like we said, hopefully, you know, this is not the last we've seen of Kennedy Hardcastle in AEW, you know, or, or Ring of Honor, even, hopefully you know, not. Kind of under yeah, the that's same umbrella. Yep. That's, that's been a goal as well. Yeah. You know, keep striving and all of that. And also kind of tying into that, I know one of your other idols is obviously Miles Kennedy, mm -hmm. singer and guitarist in Alter Bridge. You know, they have that connection, obviously, to wrestling. <laughs> tell, tell us about how he has inspired you. Um, so, oh God, I just, not that I don't love Adam Copeland, but I just love Miles Kennedy so much. I have like three Alter Bridge my tattoos. I have his autograph on my arm. Um, <laughs> I don't really intended, um, but I, this is going to be very cliche, but it's like really his music. I found his music at a time when I needed it the most. Um, at like a really pivotal point in my life. And I honestly don't know where I would be if I hadn't really, you know, gotten into it. Um, I've, I've met him on several occasions, so I, I can, you know, cross that off my list. Um, but not even like his music, his, his work with, you know, he's very into um, like elephants and whatnot. And so I kind of started to get into that and learned a little bit more. Um, so yeah, even just like in my personal life, he's, he's really affected me. Yeah. Like you said, I've seen the collages of the photos of you meeting them and seeing them in concert <laughs> to see Alter Bridge, you know, how many times have you seen Alter Bridge in concert? Oh God. I... Um, let's see. Saw them upstate New York. I went all the way to New I've gone to New York city once, New Jersey once. Connecticut I want to say at least four times no Worcester five times <laughs> oh my god I don't have a life um so I've seen Alter Bridge at least five times but then I've also seen <laughs> I need a life I've also seen Miles Kennedy with Slash um and then I've also seen his solo work so I've seen him like maybe a dozen times <laughs> I mean like that that is a social life Kennedy that's more than I mean I've seen <laughs> my second favorite band three times you know work you know you do a lot of work though you know obviously with wrestling and in animals we'll get to that in a second so I mean that's awesome yeah. to be able to go to as many concerts as you have to see Alter Bridge I mean you you know you've met them multiple times you've seen them tell us about the experience one of the experiences of meeting Miles like the for the first time if you oh. remember he what was the first time oh my god the first time I was shaking so hard <laughs> um yeah that was the first time but like every time I've met him you know he's just a very really uh, 
I don't even know if words can do diligence, but he's just a very calm guy. But at the same time, I'm always just so nervous. Um, but like gradually as, you know, I was, I've met him more and more. Um, yeah. I think the last time I met him, I was like, yo, can we like pose hard style? And he's like, what's that? And so I had to show him. It was really fun. And what does that know, mean? Um, oh God, it's that one picture where like you're, you're kind of like holding hands and you're on your knee. Yeah. So got it, <laughs> I, was, got it. I was stoked that he actually went along with it. Um, but yeah, I just, I've been fortunate enough that I've been able to let him know how much he inspires me. And, you know, I've told him like, Hey, I kind of, I named myself after you. And he seemed very grateful, but also I don't think he's as it, as big of a wrestling fan if at all um but i know like mark tremani the the guitarist yeah. the other guitarist of alter bridge is a pretty big fan so he's like oh that's cool um so yeah it's just overall been every time i've met them i've i have not been let down now were you introduced to alter bridge because of edge or was it yes okay absolutely okay. so kind of yes but no okay. um i guess i never really made the connection so it was actually their song i want to say it was for unforgiven 2007 god i'm really like dating myself here um but basically one of their uh their song rise today was one of the the themes for for a pay-per-view like, oh my god this is like beautiful <laughs> and then i was like oh they're the same people that that do yeah. edges theme and then got it just it. kind of went from there <laughs> yeah so you yes, love but- it when it intersects you know yes um, uh- you know, now maybe it would be Alter Bridge, but if you could have any band or artist create a custom entrance song for you, who would it be and what would it sound like? Oh, God, I don't. That's actually a really hard question because I feel like I'm always changing it. Um, I mean, I when I, very, when I first started, it was um, Slash with Miles Kennedy. I used one of, one of those songs. Yeah. Um, but then I think it was, oh, it was, then I used My Chemical Romance. Now I'm using AFI. And then I've been kind of using Fallout Boy, but some people like the AFI more than the Fallout Boy. So I kind of bounce back and forth. So maybe like one of them or something in, in those genres, I feel. Um, I just get so like, not bored very quickly, but I like to change things up. You're always evolving, you know, your character too, you know, especially, you know, in some days, you know, your your baby face, your heel, depending what the match type is, sometimes the music, mm-hmm. you know, maybe doesn't yeah. it doesn't vibe with the whole theme, you know, it changes very yeah. various promotion and character wise. So I can, you know, totally understand that, you know. Yeah. And kind of on a similar wavelength, obviously you participated in a lot of unique match stipulations such as a food <laughs> fight invitational, a six-way uh, yes. ladder match for the boner in the bank, obviously death <laughs> matches of all sorts. The list goes on and on. What has been the weirdest in-ring moment of your career so far? Because I feel like you're one of those people who has like very, you, you just participate in very unique, you know, match stipulations. The weirdest. Oh my God. I wish one like immediately would come to mind. If uh, not, then what do you, what would you maybe pinpoint as the craziest? Cause you've been involved in a lot of deathmatch stuff, obviously. Um, the craziest. It would probably have to be my first one. Um, and I think it was the moment that I got picked up, um, for, uh, Oh God, what is it? I think it was like a power bomb. 
as you can see, I've kind of gotten hit in the head a lot. I'm like, what was it? <laughs> um, I got picked up and then I immediately knew I was going to get thrown into an ironing board. And that was the moment I just kind of let it go and was like, okay, I guess we're doing, I literally thought, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. And then I just feel like that was sort of, uh, that's just kind of how the rest of my career went your <laughs> so, initiation was, into death yeah <laughs> honestly it felt like it so that's probably one of the the one of the moments that stands out well now an ironing board is probably nothing for you um honestly I, I don't know if I would do it again <laughs> that might yeah, be a one enough. and done thing fair enough. I've done it I can say I've done it I'm good yeah. yeah now is there a match stipulation that you haven't tackled yet that you would like to explore Ooh, I I don't I don't know a lot of it just kind of has to happen um I oh when I first started doing these death matches um I was always hesitant to take like gusset plates. I was always like, I don't know if I would ever do that. And now I'm like, I would totally do that again. So I think it just has to kind of be presented in the moment. And then I will, you know, then be like, all right, let's just like give that a try and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Like we said, we, you've like, I just listed a couple of two, like a minute ago, some two very unique, like a food fight invitational and a six way match for boner in the bank, which is just iconic. Again, <laughs> you, you've, you've had such, such an interesting, such an career. illustrious career. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's so, it's so fun. Obviously, you know, it's painful, but it's so fun. You know, you can definitely tell it, that it you, you, you love what you're doing, you know, and obviously it can hurt, but, you know, kind of mm -hmm. focusing on, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe not more, uh, traditional but is there a particular match or performance of yours that you feel the most proud of and why um I think one that immediately comes to mind is my match with Ricky Shane Page um just because he's somebody that I like really admire and respect yeah. um and so I after that match I I broke down crying because I was just so proud of it and the poor guy had to like go get my boyfriend and be like, um, so she's back there crying. And my boyfriend was like, is she hurt? And I was just like, no, I'm just really happy. So that was, that was one that, that mental, I don't know. I just was like, he could be doing so many better things. And yet he chose to have a match with me. And so it just, it meant a lot, you know? And I, I always, you know, every time I interact with him, I learn a lot. So that, yeah, probably that match. You've come a long way, you know. Next year is your ten year anniversary of is your it? wrestling oh, God. debut. It is next it? year. Oof. It's time flies fast when you're having fun, you know. Like we said, you know, um, <laughs> on your on your wrestleversary, you know, this past, I believe it was September, you know, you shared a very emotional post on there. Kind of going off of that in in this last what nine years now, how do you think that you've grown as a person and as a competitor? Uh, well, it's. It's funny that you said, you know, time flies when you're having fun because in the beginning it wasn't, <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to lie. Um, and I did take a couple months off um, at one point. And that's why I was like, is it really like 10 years? And yeah, I guess it is altogether. It's been about 10 years. Um, but I think just looking back as a person, I feel as though I've grown. Um, I mean, some of the stuff that like I did back then, I, I, I just did like a lot of stupid stuff, I guess, you know, I hurt a lot of people in like my personal life in the process. Um, 
I put wrestling first, um, which I mean, you know, if wrestling is a priority, then it's okay to be selfish sometimes. But now I try to make it a priority to, you know, spend time with those that that matter yeah. to me and whatnot. So I think as a person, I like to think I've, I'm a little bit better. Um, as far as a, a performer, uh, I like to think I've gotten a little bit better as well. Um, obviously, you never stop improving. Um, but yeah, I just, I look back and I'm, I'm proud of how far I've come, but I also almost feel sorry for, for who I used to be and the things that I had to go through. But again, you know, they say things happen for a reason. So I just kind of choose to believe that otherwise, you know, why dwell on things you can't change? You can definitely tell maybe it's, maybe it's just a thing too with age. Cause I know even me a decade ago, I was very in granted it was still in high school but it very insecure but you can definitely tell you know as you grow in life and in get more experience you're always learning but you can definitely tell you have more of a confidence to you and obviously part Thank of that you. has to do with with your experience in that so that's something to be I think really proud of too you know how far that you've come so far you know thank you I think a lot of it is also it's funny because I said this to like a coworker or something the other day I was like if I am too invested in something it doesn't become fun anymore so I almost had to take that step back from wrestling and say you know if I am not doing this for fun then why am I doing it so I tried to change my mindset and say I'm just doing this for fun and ever since I've done that I've had the most fun so it seems to be working (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those, you know, very weird industries that's not only physical, but mental as well. You know, there's there's mm. there's mm-hmm. politics, you know, there's a that you're away from home for a while sometimes, you know, it's it's one of those. There's a lot of components to it, basically. It's not just, you yeah. know, one thing. But, you know, as you're now looking towards the future, you know, obviously continuing to have fun is is definitely uh, probably <laughs> high up there for you. What are some of your other personal and professional goals for the next year or two? Oh, um, I, I don't, I mean, mentioned earlier, Ring of Honor would be cool. Um, but I, I don't, I don't often set goals. I know goals work for some people, um, but I just feel like, and maybe this is like what my therapist has taught me, (laughs) but if I can't, I can only control so much. So if, you know, I can work my butt off and people can still be like, nah, we don't want her. Then I'm going to be like, what, you know, what is it that I can do? So I just, I don't want to say like, oh, I want to do X, Y, and Z because it's not always up to me. Um, so I just, honestly, my goal is to just keep having fun with it. Um, try to keep riding this wave of momentum I got going on. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just want to take whatever opportunity comes my way as it comes. And it's kind of ironic. You mentioned this riding this wave of momentum. You have a tattoo that's kind of a reminder of that that you are excelling you know yes. on, i think i don't know my what therapist told me to on, get but it. that, that i was here <laughs> i was going to ask about that i have to imagine sometimes that can be a really mm-hmm. uplifting reminder for you because you are excelling you know in, in riding this wave of momentum so i was going to yeah. ask could you tell me more about the story surrounding that specific tattoo yeah so this actually this happened after a uh, poor decision I made that 
involved wrestling. Um, and so I felt like I was at a very low point. And so um, I had us, I'm very open about therapy and whatnot. So I had a, a session um, and I was just, I just felt so down on my luck. And my therapist was like, you need to remind yourself that you are excelling. And like, I don't care if you like get it tattooed on you to remind you, like, just remember that. And so I was like, I took it too literally. And so I literally like left that session and then did went to a walk and I was like, can we get this done? Um, and I mean, I'm sorry if this is like a little bit heavy, but I did get it on the arm that I had self-harmed on before. Um, hadn't done it since. So it's, it's serving its purpose. So yeah. Yeah. That, that in and of itself is, uh, inspiring. I, I have a degree in psych, you know, I had always, you know, I also, a part of the reason was because of similar experiences to you, not to that magnitude, mm-hmm. but, you know, I wanted to help others. Obviously I'm not using my degree now, but I understand it, you know, <laughs> with, with the, with the background and all of that in, in therapy and all that. I think, you know, I feel like that is probably the best way for you. You know, some people, you know, might have notes on their wall or like mm-hmm. a sticky note or like a text reminder or something that seems to work for you. So, I mean, maybe taking it literally was the best thing for you. You know, it, sometimes it, I just have to do that. <laughs> you know, you do you and that's your way of expressing yourself. You know, I know, I know you have a number of tattoos on you. Do you mm-hmm. have any plans for your next tattoo? That's so funny. I was talking about that at work today. Um, not yet. Um, again, that's also very like, it just, it just kind of comes to me. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, for a while I've been wanting to get a tattoo for my, my late sister. Um, but I just, I don't know. I haven't really like set on one set thing yet. So we'll, we'll see. I definitely like want more. I just don't know what, (laughs) They also, they also cost money too so like that that's a whole other element yeah. of it too yeah <laughs> and then I have I to plan that. it around like you know well I'm gonna be sweaty this weekend so yeah shouldn't get it then <laughs> yeah yeah no but you know I think that's awesome you use it as a way of not only to kind of uplift yourself but also express yourself you know so mm-hmm. that I think is really really cool and you know talking about stuff outside of wrestling I know you have a background in jujitsu how, can you tell yeah. me more about your involvement with that and the extent of your background with jujitsu? Um, so I am or was a blue belt. Um, I actually haven't gone in quite a while. I don't want to be that blue belt that quit. So I know it seems like I don't set goals, but my one goal it, this sometime this year is to go back to it. Um, I just I hate to use the excuse that like I've been busy, but I just I have. Oh, you you have. Know? I can only yeah, I can only give mm. so much like. Um, but it's funny cause I actually started doing that, um, during one of the points that I quit wrestling. So I was kind of looking for something to like fill that void, I guess. Um, and it was when I was with, um, an old boyfriend of mine, he was very, he did like amateur wrestling. He was very into MMA. So he's like, I want to go check out this gym. And then I tagged along with him and that's when I found out what jujitsu even what I was like, how do you, what is it? Like, how do you say it? Didn't even know what it was. Um, but then when I learned it was kind of like the little guy's sport, I was like, this might be for me. Um, cause I'm not very good at, I'm not coordinated enough for like striking and stuff. So, um, you know, I am interested in, in the grappling aspect of things. And so I don't know. I just, just a lot of things in my life just are happenstance and that was one of them (laughs) is there a rank between blue belt and black belt or is literally black belt the next level above 
point of view there so there's white belt there's blue belt there's purple brown and then black yeah. so got a ways to go <laughs> i have a white belt in karate so you're above me so if that's any consolation hey, well aren't they aren't they different in karate yeah, I know, but I'm or just white saying, belt like, like starter belts. for everybody. Just, just, just starter. I got a starter belt. Then, then, I, then I quit. So you're, you know, you're, you're hey, further hey. along than me. It's different. I mean, but why? I couldn't you're further do along than me. <laughs> yeah, that's why I quit. You're kidding. <laughs> like I couldn't either. <laughs> like I got the belt. That's I'm good. Yeah, you know, and to you know to round things out, you know, you're also a huge animal advocate, as you kind of alluded to earlier. You know, with Miles Kennedy and, and elephants and all of that. I don't know if you still do, but I know you at least used to work at a local humane society. So, can yes. you tell us more about your work and that you've done with animals and the motivation behind this work? Um. So. It's kind of the same with wrestling in that like it's something that I it, I remember as far back as like a wee child. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up with a lot of pets and whatnot. Um, I I did work at one humane society. I've since moved to another. Um, but I work in their their spay and neuter clinic. I'm a very big proponent of spaying and neutering your animals. Um, not yeah. only to this is where I like plug my beliefs. <laughs> um, but not only am I a big proponent of spay and neuter because um it curbs the overpopulation crisis um it is also healthier for your animal so <laughs> you're doing everybody a favor when you when you spay and neuter your animal um yeah i've done a little bit of kind of everything in the animal welfare field i mean i've i'm currently a vet assistant um but i've also done like behavior work um and i've also you know been a, a kennel cleaner so i've been I've been in the ditch, you know, in the trenches. So that is awesome. You know, I, I don't remember what I, I want to say it was like a fox or a raccoon, but I remember yeah. a couple months ago, I, I remember keeping updated on your store. I think it was a fox or a raccoon or it something was. similar to that. It that was had a fox, like a broken leg or, or, or something like that. And luckily do you have an update on that? I remember seeing in the morning, yeah. it, sur it survived through the night. That was lucky, yeah. but I don't know what happened after that. So she's actually doing well. So awesome. basically what had happened was I was coming home from a wrestling show and I thought to myself, I was like, I'm actually making great time. Cause I had to work the next morning Yeah, and it was still like past midnight, but I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to be able to get like a couple hours of sleep. And then I'm driving on the highway and it was like pouring rain middle of night, like in the mountains. And I saw, I saw like these glowing eyes and I'm like, what the heck is it? It was a fox chasing a mouse. Like I even saw the mouse that it was chasing. So I hope yeah. the mouse is okay. But, um, so I like slammed on my brakes and like went on the side of the road. And then as soon as I did, I was like, I don't think I hit it. And then, whoops. Um, and then I see a car go like right flying past me. And I was like, tell me that car just did. So I had to find like a U-turn. And then I saw on the side of the road and I was like, no. And I just, I don't know why I felt compelled to like get out of my car and yeah. move it to the side of the road. I, I don't know why. Um, I just was like, maybe I'll, I'll give you some dignity. And then when I picked it up, I felt it breathe. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, I can't just leave it here. I'm in too deep. Um, so I tried to bring it to like, you know, the closer I got to home, I tried to bring it to like any animal hospital that was still open, but they couldn't take it because it's a rabies risk. Yeah. I was like, well, aren't, aren't you guys like rabies vaccinated? So 
they were literally like just put it back and I was like first of all I can't because I picked it up on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere so I was like I will just set up one of my crates for it and just make it comfy and it can just you know pass and then I went to check on it the next morning which was only like a couple hours later because by this point I'd been up all night yeah and when I went to go check on it it sat up and stared at me and I was like this cannot be happening (laughs) right now and so Long story short, I eventually found a, a wildlife rehabber who took her in um, and she is doing well. Um, last update I got about her was that they were going to keep her. So this happened in like the fall or so. Um, yeah. They were going to keep her through the winter because they said her coat was just like a little too thin. Um, and then they're going to move her to a like a bigger rehab where they have the means to hold like more foxes and whatnot. So I'm like, she's actually got a pretty good life now. So maybe it all happened for the best, you know, that, that is, that is awesome news, you know, cheers Mm -hmm. to this Fox. I remember that. I was like, I hope that Fox is doing okay now. That's awesome to hear. You know, I, I think that that's incredible. You know what you're doing when you can too. And you have those, those instincts and you have those love for your animals. I know you have a, a tattoo, I think of your dog trooper. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is, you know, awesome. So that's yeah. that's that's exciting. I know obviously I don't know how you would do, but I know you kind of also have this goal to tie it in to raise awareness with through wrestling too as well, I think it was, or some somehow tie them together. Um mm-hmm. I don't know how what is what is your vision with that? How how would you like to kind of tie them together? Um, so this is actually something I've been kind of thinking about for a while. at this point I just want to, I guess as selfish as it sounds, I guess, gain enough notoriety that I do have a platform to speak out on these issues and whatnot. So I just want to be good enough in wrestling that when I, you know, talk about something I I really believe in that people listen, you know, that's a start. Yeah, I, I think that that's incredible, you know, what you're doing in, in a lot of aspects of life. And before Thank we you. let you go, can you please share where you, the listeners can find you online? Okay, so my Twitter or X handle is, so bear with me, it's Kennedy Copeland, but wherever there is uh, supposed to be an E, I put a three because every handle I wanted was taken. And then I tried to change it to something like Hardcastle and it wouldn't let me. So I'll deal with that later, I guess. Um, and then I recently just changed my Instagram handle. So I'm not actually 100% sure what it is. It might be the Kennedy Hardcast. Just look up Kennedy Hardcastle yeah, on the internet and you'll come across me. Let's let's see what it is. <laughs> I don't even mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I changed let's, my name so much it. I can't it's, keep up. It's at the Kennedy Copeland. Oh, it is? It still is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I got to get around to changing that. <laughs> I can't even keep up with my own self. Yeah, it's all good. You know, follow Kennedy though, you know, wherever she is online, you can probably, you know, we'll, we'll put it down below and all of that. But Kennedy, thank you so much for joining me here today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. I appreciate it.